V'zehu mashcheinu acherach anaritza. After the Maimer explains, the Maimer taught us about <coughs> the arousal from above and the arousal from below. The Sarusa de la the wake up call, and the Sarusa de la Sata, the response, thank you, to that wake up call. Where a Yid responds to the wake up call and he says, I'm going to do it. I'm going to involve my nefesh abahamis, get my nefesh abahamis involved in it. And the wake up call, the Sarusa de la it speaks only to the nefesh alikis, to the godly soul. Only the godly soul is affected by it. Because only the godly soul speaks the language of this wake-up call. It relates to what the wake-up call is saying. So the godly soul is what's woken up. But when the godly soul is woken up, then the godly soul is so excited, is so enthusiastic, is so infused with energy that the animal soul automatically subsides when the godly soul is awakened. The problem is that if nothing is done with it, then a short time later, the animal soul is going to be back to its full koyach, to its full strength. It's going to be back on course just the way that it was, doing its things, eating its pizza and sushi. So what needs to happen is that when the godly soul is excited, is awakened, the, 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 the godly soul needs to be makriv, the animal soul. So the Maimer explained to us that there's two parts to the verse. The first part to the verse is, Adam ki Yaakov, Hashem is waking us up and bringing us closer. And then, min ha-behema, min ha-bakur, min takrivu, as Karbanchem, that is where the godly soul is taking the animal soul and making the animal soul into a carbon as well, that it too is part of this carbon. This is the ideas in brief that we've discussed earlier in the Mimer. Now the Mimer continues and says, The verse that we mentioned earlier in this Mimer, which says, Mashcheni pulmi acharecha narutza, we will run after you. Mashcheni is lashin yachid, pulmi is in the singular. Why is it in the singular? Because pulmi is something that happens from outside of me. It's in the sarusa de la'ela, an arousal from above. Someone above me is pulling me up. And that's Hashem is pulling me, but it's in the singular because, not like Adam Kiyakov is in the singular because over there it's talking about Hashem Echad. That's a different singular. Over here it's in the singular because it's talking only to one part of me. The singular part of me, meaning my godly soul. Who is this? This is the arousal from above, which wakes up the natural love of the godly soul. Through this, the godly soul then goes and refines with this power, with this energy, with this enthusiasm, with this awakening that the nefesh alikis experienced. The nefesh alikis, the godly soul then goes and 
refines, it's mevarer, the animal soul, that the animal soul also should be a portion of this Aveda. That's why the verse continues and says, we will run after you, in the plural, because the running after you, which is the arousal from below, that's me running, that's me chasing after Hashem. That happens with both wills, the will, the desire of the nefesh alikis, the godly soul, and the desire of the nefesh Bahamas, the animal soul. The achar kach, and afterwards, Nemar, it says in the verse, Hevi ani hamelech chadarav, the king brought me in to his chambers. And again, like we discussed earlier, the brought me into this, his chambers is in the past tense, as opposed to the rest of the verse, which is in the future tense, which adds another grammatical anomaly to this verse. And also, Heviyani HaMelech is only in the singular. So first, the Maimer explains why it's in the singular, Lashen Yachid, Ki because what does it mean, his chambers? Where is the chambers of Hashem? Where is Hashem's bedroom? Where do we have this intimate relationship with Hashem? I'll tell you now, it's a secret, because it's something which is private, it's something which is intimate. It's just you and Hashem. But if you want to know where you could go and just be in Hashem's bedroom together with Him, so the answer is, take out one of the blue books on the shelf. Right after Mincha, right? Mishnah Club, Mishnah Club. Shisa Sidre Mishnah, the six orders of Mishnah. Shehein Bechinas Chagas. They are the levels of Chagas. Chesed Gvurotiferes, the three um, primary attributes in the attributes, the six or seven attributes, depending on how you count them. Shehein bechinas chagas, the three primary attributes, which is cheder. Cheder is rashetevis, chesed, din, which is gvura, and rachamim, which is which is teferis. Rashetevis cheder. So where is the Ebishter's Cheder? Where is the Ebishter's Chamber? It's inside of Mishnah. And that's why inside of Mishnayis, what do you have? You have Mishnayis after Mishnayis that are discussing Halacha. And in each one it says, this thing is kosher, that comes from Chesed. This thing is Pasal, that comes from Gvura. This thing is Tahar, this, that comes from Chesed. This thing is Tameh, that comes from Gevura. This thing is good, this thing is not good. That's the Chesed and the Gevura. And what's the Rachamim? It doesn't say in the Maimur. Let's read this first inside. Shemehem Nimshach, that from this Cheder, Chesed, Din, and Rachamim is drawn down Kasher Upasel, Tame Vitahar, Chayiv Vizakai. So what's the Rachamim? Yeah, so where do we have the Teferis and the Mishnah? I'm going to give that to you as a homework to find out. Okay? Where's the Rachamim? The Heavy Ani Lashon Avar. 
Hashem brought me in the past tense. Now we're addressing why does it have past tense? The Hainuk and my Mirazal. This is like our sages say, Kishahatinaik Bibetan Imai Melamdanaisai Hatirakula. A lot of times we feel like the odds are stacked against us, right? Mm-hmm. You ever feel that way? Like there's too much pizza in the world. Right? Can't eat it all. Can't eat it all. The odds are stacked against us. The it's, truth is the truth is that the odds are stacked, but they're stacked in our favor. How do we know that the odds are stacked in our favor? Because Hashem tips the scale from the very beginning. When does that happen? When the neshama, we, we learned earlier, um, the, the malach deciding what's going to happen with this with this child that is developing and the neshama develops initially inside of the mother's womb and while the neshama is inside of the mother's womb there's a malach, an angel that comes to this neshama and teaches the neshama the entire Torah kol ha which means that when the neshama comes out and is facing the world, it's already fortified with the energy that it needs to face all of the darkness of the world from this class that it received while it was in the mother's womb. So how come you don't remember the whole Torah? That would be pretty cool, right? If you could just sit down Friday night and start saying a mimer yeah. without having to work on it. <laughs> so how come you don't remember Kala Because before the angel leaves, before the baby comes out, the angel gives a little, a, a little um, touch right over here. That's why you have that indent on your lip. You can ask why non-Jews also have the indent. No, oh. because uh, the, it has to be even. Otherwise, it's gonna it's gonna look funny if only Jews have that in them. <laughs> it would be easier to do with some. <laughs> like I told you, that you know you have sometimes the nose. You can look at the nose. Um, so more Jews just grow mustaches. But I did hear a story of a child. Uh, I remember hearing this story as a, uh, as a child. But it was a story that happened, uh, I don't know, 60 years ago, 50, 60 years ago. There was a child that was born. Maybe he didn't have that little thing over there under his nose. Um, and he grew up, and as he was growing up, they saw that he was just on a different level. They saw that he remembered the whole entire Torah. He, he literally, he knew Torah without having learned it as a little child, as a young child. And they took him to a certain tzaddik. I don't remember which tzaddik. And the tzaddik tested him first and so on. And then the tzaddik went like this to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he forgot everything. Oh, 
Um, I think it was the Chavetz Chaim, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know if he got the indent. He didn't get the indent, but he forgot the whole tear. Why is it necessary for us to forget the tear? Because right, exactly. It's it's not. The whole point is that we should work. But when we study Torah, we have a very strong sense of déjà vu. We have this sense of deja vu. Sometimes we're sitting down, we're studying something, we're involved in something holy, in something Jewish, and we have just this sense of, I was here before. This is familiar. There's something that I I, I feel connected to over here. We're not sure exactly what it is. Where is it coming from? And that's why. It's because we did learn it, and it's there inside of our memories, even though we've forgotten it, as we know, um, that those things which we've forgotten psychologically have an effect on us as well. They're they're burned into our brain and into our um, uh, paths inside of our head. The, the, the paths inside of the brain, they're there. So just because we've forgotten them, it doesn't mean it doesn't have an effect on us. Come sit, Mike. So this is the... <coughs> the why it says, Havi Ani HaMelech the king brought me into his chambers because it's telling us that when we receive that wake-up call and the godly soul is woken up and sometimes we could think, oh no, how am I going to do this? It's true that right now I'm feeling excited, but I know what happened the last dozen times I felt excited about Yiddishkeit. I know what happened the last dozen times I had in Sarasadila it disappeared, and then I was faced by the same overwhelming darkness that I usually feel. So what's the point? So therefore the Mimer says, don't worry. The odds are stacked in your favor. It already happened. The king already brought us into his chambers. The king already taught us You have that energy built up inside of you, you have that power, that ability to go and face the darkness, which is, it's, 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 it's programmed inside of you. So even though it feels overwhelming, the truth is that you have that energy. That's, let's see, inside the Hainu Kamaimer Razal. This is like the reason why it's in the past tense. It's like our sages tell us, when the babies in the mother's womb, they teach this baby the entire Torah, while the Neshama is pregnant above, so to speak. That means that the Neshama is going through the process of coming down here into this world. And as we've discussed in previous times, the neshama coming down into this world is It's coming from these tremendous heights to these terrible depths. And it's th- this process 
is like the pro- a, a process of pregnancy. It's like a process of... We've been through that. It's like a process of pregnancy. From this is drawn the power afterwards that the light of Hashem should shine for him. The the strength of love, and fear, that there should be the pulmi. In other words, where do I have the power to overcome the darkness? Chazal teach us that Yitzray shall Adam miskaber olav b'chol yom. The Yitzhara comes and strengthens over us every day. Every single day the Yitzhara looms over us and it's huge. It's so big. It's so strong. If Hashem would not be helping us, we would not have the power to strengthen over this Yetzirah. And where does Hashem help us? In Torah. So where do we have the power of Ava and Yira to love and fear Hashem? That there should be that pull, that arousal from above, which gives us the strength to then go and be makriv, the Nefesh Bahamas, to transform ourselves to lift ourselves up, to refine ourselves, to purify ourselves. From where do we get that strength? That's because already in the past, the king brought me into his chambers. So powerful. To draw this arousal from above. The Adam Kiyakriv. How do we get the arousal from above? Let's say we're feeling lost. We're feeling overwhelmed by our Yetzir Hara. We're feeling overwhelmed by the darkness. So Chazal teach us, if the Yetzir Hara comes to a person and disturbs him, schlep him into the study hall. Schlep him into Zal. Why? Because the Yetzir doesn't like Zal. Look, the Yetzir never comes here. He does. <laughs> no, the problem is he comes to the guys that aren't learning. But when you have people who are st- sitting and studying, then the Yitzhar gets bored and walks away. So, Shlep him into the study hall. The Adam Kiyakriv, who al How do we arouse? How do we. Um, elicit, excuse me, not arouse. How do we elicit the arousal from above? That's al yidei through Eisa the study of Torah. Shehi bechinas Adam. That's the level of Adam. In other words, what is the arousal from above? The arousal from above is the Adam de la'ela. Remember, ma'im apanam lepanam, kein leva Adam la Adam. It's the heart of Adam above, which is being reflected in Adam below. And when it's reflected in Adam below, that's our nefesh kiss, our godly soul. Then our godly soul is excited, and then the pasuk tells you, now takrivus karbanchem. Now make sure to 
bring your Nefesh Bahamas and get your Nefesh Bahamas involved in this as well. So how do we reach the Adam when we're feeling that it's not there, when we're feeling that we need it? How do we make sure to reach the Adam? We reach the Adam through studying that which the Adam is about. And that's the study of Torah. When we study Torah, then Torah is something which affects us. You have Ramach Pikudin inside of Torah. You have 613 mitzvahs. The 613 mitzvahs, that is the programming of Adam, the operating system, the OS 613, which we've spoken about. That is inside of Torah. So if you want to go back to that programming um, language, to that energy, to the energy of Adam, to awaken our nefesh alikis, to awaken our godly soul, study Torah, which is on that level of Adam, the Ramach Pikudin, which is Ramach Ivrin, the 248 mitzvahs, which is the 248 limbs, the 365 negative commandments, which is the 365 sinews. You know what a sinew is? No. I don't either. V'lachein, <laughs> and therefore, al yidei eisekha through the study of Torah, nim shachli eiskiyakriv, you'll be able to have Kiyakriv, Adam Kiyakriv, that, that you'll be able to have that closeness. In other words, if usually you sit around waiting till you're tickled. But if you want to elicit that tickle, go and study Torah. And that's why through studying Torah, we're able to get rid of the animal soul. Because we're able to get the tickle, which is able to arouse our godly soul. And with the power of our godly soul, we're able to transform the negativity of our animal soul. So why would it? Why would the Mishnah? Why would Mishnayas be chagas if we're if this is like an intellectual pursuit and we're using we're using intellect to expand our? Uh, so we're speaking the, the chagas specifically is relating to the koyacha ava viira, the strength of love and fear of God. In other words, instead of loving and fearing our interaction with Gashmias, I should love and fear Hashem. And that's where the Mishnayis is chagas, that it arouses this love and fear. The intellectual part of it is not really, really Torah is not an intellectual pursuit. Even though really Torah is so much more than that. Torah is a body of godliness. And that body of godliness we engage in with our intellect. But once we're involved in, it's a an entire experience. It's an Adam experience. And that Adam experience is something which arouses the Adam below. And through arousing the Adam below, it's able to awaken our love and fear of our godly soul and and cover over the love and fear of our animal soul. So that's If we study Torah, Michal, if your Nefesh Abahamas is bothering you and you want to be able to Strengthen over it because you're a yid and you want to be able to connect to the Ebishter. And you say, what should I do? I just don't feel it. So there, that's where it's necessary to get up and come to Chassidus and study Torah. Because if you study Torah, that causes 
that there should be kiyakriv, that awakens the Adam, the 613, the OS 613, which is what the Torah is. The Torah is that body of OS 613. It's the programming language, the essential programming language of all of creation, but all of creation in its proper level. And thereby you're able to, instead of just be looking at heavy, dense, nothings, you're able to look at the life that's inside of it. It's like a phone, which is off. It's just like a brick, exactly, a paperweight. But then when you turn on the operating system, and the operating system starts um, traveling through all of the various um, uh, programs that are running inside of it, suddenly it becomes this multifaceted tool, right? A tool which helps you learn chitas and rambam and, and uh, do mitzvahs and listen to shiurim and all sorts of holy things. That's what the tvon is for. But how does that happen? Through the operating system being engaged. Studying Torah is engaging the operating system of your neshama. So instead of your neshama just being a paperweight um, uh, somewhere hidden inside of you, your neshama suddenly starts flowing with life with energy that flows through your entire person. Like it says in the verse in Ashrei, which we say several times a day, it says, Karav Hashem l'chol Karav. Hashem is close to all those who call out to Him. L'chol be'emes. To all those who call out to Him be'emes, in truth. What does it mean to call out to Hashem in truth? So with regard to truth, so Chazal teach us ein emes alatera. Emes, what is true? True is only Torah. The New York Times is fake news. CNN is fake news. Fox News is fake news. Drudge Report is also fake news. MSNBC is fake news. Even even Vin News and the Yeshiva World and even COL, it's all fake news. It's all fake news. If you want real news, if you want truth, ain't emes ela teira. The only emes that's out there, the only truth that's out there, the only reality, if you want to be able to have reality, then you have to open up a teira. That's the only place you're going to find real news. It's sitting over there on the shelf, and it's there before this morning's headlines. And it says whatever is going to occur, it's already there. That's why tzaddikim are able to know what will occur in the future, because they study Torah. And in Torah, they're able to see tomorrow's headlines too. My father used to say all the time that uh, there was this newspaper that printed the headlines that uh, um, uh, earthquake destroyed the world. And... uh, they asked, <laughs> what are you talking about? They asked them. So they said, what if it would have happened? Then we wouldn't have reported it. <laughs> so if you want to know what's going to occur, you need to study Torah. In Torah, you have tomorrow's headlines. In this, in all the fake news, you see yesterday's headlines, and even yesterday's headlines, you only see them with a grain of truth. The way that you're able to know it, you see this all the time. Um, uh, the, how you're able to recognize that it's fake news is when the reporting is about something which is close to home. When the reporting which is about something which is close to home, and you see how twisted it is. 
And sometimes they, they could be justified for their twisted reporting, because how are they supposed to understand what's going on over here? It's completely so beyond anything that they're able to relate to. So they could be justified for it, but the bottom line is that anybody who's reading an article like this comes out with such a upside-down picture of what's really going on. Something which is that never really existed, anything like this. So there you're able to see that all of those articles that you're reading about the things that are farther from home, it's also the reporter's limited and and basic and sometimes twisted perception of what's occurring over there. And there's no way that you could actually understand what's really going on. Read Torah. You want to really be on top of what's going on? Don't go on your phone and have the headlines on your phone. Read Torah. And if you read Torah, then you'll have emes, then you'll have truth. But going back to the point that the Maimer is making, that it says in the Apostle, Hashem is close to all those who call out to him in truth. What does that mean? That if you call out to Hashem through Torah, if you learn Mishnah, if you learn Gemara, if you learn Chassidus, then you are close to Hashem. Hashem is close to you. Then you become a carbon to Hashem. Let's read inside. This is that, that it says in the verse, in connection to Eisekatera, it says, Oy, Yechzak b'mauzi, if you will hold on to mauzi, ein oiz elatera, that means the strength of Hashem, which is Torah. Yasa shalom li shalom yasali, it will make peace for you, and peace it will make for you. So we know that the whole point of Torah is to create peace in the world. What does it mean to create peace in the world? How do you have peace in the world through Torah? Because Without Torah, you have conflict. Why do you have conflict without Torah? Because without Torah, you're um, a schizophrenic. Right? Uh, a schizophrenic, which is with, with multi-personality disorder. And so on and so forth. Why are you like that without Torah? Because you have a Nefesh Alekis and a Nefesh Bahamas. And your Nefesh Lekis and your Nefesh Bahamas aren't able to work together because each one wants its own things. And even your Nefesh Bahamas also wants different things. Your Nefesh Bahamas wants to eat a lot of pizza and your Nefesh Bahamas also wants to be able to bench 500 pounds, right? And if it eats a lot of pizza, it's not going to be able to bench 500 pounds. So the, your Nefesh Bahamas itself has its own... Um, uh, different extremes which call out it. Your Nefesh Bahamas wants to be able to spend a lot of time with family, and your Nefesh Bahamas also wants to, at least mine wants to, go to the, a remote desert island that nobody can reach, and you <laughs> nobody can get anywhere near, and just lie over there for 500 years. Right? Nefesh Bahamas wants that. It's antisocial. Okay. Um... <laughs> So the, the Nefesh Bahamas itself also wants opposite things. So where do you get peace? You get peace through Torah. Why do you get peace through Torah? Because with Torah, it pulls everything together. It allows everything to work in synchrony, in harmony. 
there, there's the ability for everything to be able to, all of those different parts of you, the part of you which likes running around with a football and the part of you which likes playing a guitar and the part of you which likes um, sleeping in bed and so on and so forth, all those different parts of you, through Torah, all of those parts of you are ways for you to be able to project godliness. And there the Torah binds it all together. And that's why in Halacha, you would think that Halacha, this um, uh, godly work which defines how we're supposed to live our lives as Jews, you would think that Halacha would speak about how you're supposed to study in the Beis HaMedrash. But only a small part, a very small part of Halacha discusses Hilchus Talmud's Torah, how you're supposed to study. Most of Halacha is discussing how you're supposed to eat, how you're supposed to tie your shoes in the morning, how you're supposed to engage in business, um, honest dealings and so on and so forth, how you're supposed to walk, how you're supposed to use the restroom, how you're supposed to go to sleep at night. That's what most of halacha is discussing. What's halacha have to do with me tying my shoes in the morning? Let me tie my shoes and stay. <laughs> what does what, what my tying of my shoes have to do with Judaism, with Torah? Because the whole point of Torah is to permeate every part of you and to draw every part of you together. There's not supposed to be any corner of you which is separate from it, which is outside of it. It's the, 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 the class that they have, what's God doing in my bedroom? God is everywhere, and especially in your bedroom. In fact, God is in your bedroom even more than anywhere else. As we learned in the Maimur Basilegani, that Ishvi Isha Zachel, Shechina, Shreya Beneyem. There's the Shechina, the Divine Presence, specifically in my bedroom. That's where the Divine Presence is, in my bedroom. And that's part of the peace which is affected through Torah. The Torah comes and draws everything of me together. And there's Beis Pamim Shalim. It says twice Shalim in this verse. It says, Yasa Shalom Li Shalom Yasa Li. And this is like it says in a different verse. Shalim, shalim. It says twice shalim. Once for those who are far, rachik, and once for those who are close. Because through Torah there is no Jew who is far. That's why the Rebbe, um, uh, can I use the word, detested the term kirav rachikim. The Rebbe said, you don't have kir v'chaykim. Every Jew is close. Through Torah, every Jew is close. The Torah makes those who are far close. Let's read inside. V'kivon, shekein. Since this is the case, nimshach mizeh gamkein. B'china shalom d'lirachak sh'yanasakarev. Through Torah, there's the shalom of those who are far, that he too becomes close, because every single Jew has a neshama inside of him. And all you need to do is arouse his neshama, and he's very, very close. And this is the idea of Adam Kiyakriv Mikem, a person who will bring close from you. So what, what does it mean, a person who will bring close from you? 
Adam Kiyakov Mikam means that the Abishter that's through Torah, which is Bechinas Adam, Ramach Everm Vishasagidim, the Abishter through Torah, Yaakov Mikam, he wakes up our Nefeshalikis. Our Nefeshalikis with the OS 613, suddenly our Nefeshalikis is all operating as well. It's all alive and animated too. V'zehu tishmeru lahakrivli, and this is that which it says later in the verse in Vayikra, tishmeru lahakrivli, guard it to be makriv to me. Shamar zu mishnah. The word shamar is mishnah, this Chazal teach us. The word shamar, guard, is related to the studying of mishnah. So Tishmeru, through the study of Mishnah, Shal Tishmeru, through studying Torah, that brings us Lahakrivli to be close to me, to be close to Hashem. Mishnah Club, Mishnah Club, Mishnah Club. Vizehu Dabrel Bene Israel. And this is speak to the Yidin. Vamarta Alehem and tell them Adam Kiyakriv Khulu. In other words, Speak to the Yidden, that means teach them Torah. And if you teach Torah, then you will bring Yidden closer to Hashem, Adam Ki Yakriv. And this causes, as we said earlier, that when the Nefesh Kiss is engaged, then the Nefesh Kiss is able to go and engage the Nefesh Bahamas as well. And this is true, the performance of mitzvahs. Because a mitzvah has a special segula, a special power. When you put on tefillin, when you put on tzitzis, when you give tzedakah, when you eat matzah and shake a lulav and esrik, when you do mitzvahs, then this has a special segula to lift up the nevesh because you're doing these mitzvahs with your physical body. And to connect it to the infinite light of Hashem. All mitzvahs are compared to tzedakah. Tzedakah is compared to all of the mitzvahs, all 613 mitzvahs. And with regard to tzedakah, it says tzedakah teroimim goy. Tzedakah lifts up the goy. Who's the goy? The goy is the nefesh of Bahamas. And tzedakah lifts up the guy. It elevates the guy that the guy is no longer a guy and the guy becomes a yid. So through mitzvahs, and especially through the mitzvah of tzedakah, we're able to elevate the nefesh of Bahamas and connect Hashem. Amazing stuff, no? Yeah? Good? Let's finish the mimer. The rest of this Maimer is something which is connected to Pesach and Svira Sa'imer. And you might tell me, so why you, why am I learning it with you now? It's not Pesach yet. We're not even close to Purim yet. We didn't even start Adar yet. Well, um, the next paragraph. Um, so, first of all, Chesidus is timeless. And uh, there's no such a thing 
as a mimer which has to do only with a specific time. In fact, uh, by some chassidim, they would call someone who went and only learned maimarim connected to the time a chitzen, someone who is external because a pnimi learns chassidus. What's the difference? But uh, more practically, we're now in parshas. What parsha are we in? Boy. In parshas boy, what's the subject? The subject is Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Pesach, so it's actually very much relevant to the time. So, Vihine, Alpi Kol Hanal Yuvan Gamkein Inyan Pesach. According to all of the above mentioned, we'll understand also the idea of Pesach Usfer Saimer. Kibbe Pesach Usfer Sadeleila Lair Usfer Sadeleisata. What happens on Pesach? On Pesach, Nigla Aleihem Melech Malchem Lachem Akadish Baruchu. Hashem revealed Himself to them. And what happened when Hashem revealed himself to the Yidin, Uga Alam? It schlepped them out of Mitzrayim, it schlepped them out of Galus. The Giloi Eleikus, the revelation of godliness, is something. It aroused them, and that gave them the power, La'ira Isarusa de Lasata, to arouse the Isarusa de Lasata, to arouse the Nefesh of Bahamas. This arousal from above is to arouse the ratsu, the excitement of the godly soul. That means that when Hashem came to redeem the Yidin from Mitzrayim, it was basically Hashem coming and screaming out, Eish! Fire! But he screamed it out in Lashon HaKadosh. So the Nefesh of Bahamas didn't hear. Only the Nefesh Kiss heard. And the Nefesh Kiss said, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of Golos. Because of this great Gilui. The great Gilui which shouted Eish at them in Lashon HaKadosh. The Gilui, the revelation of godliness that occurred in Mitzrayim did not affect the animal soul. Therefore it says they fleed. Why did they flee out of Mitzrayim? Why did they need to escape Mitzrayim? Why couldn't they just walk out of Mitzrayim? Mitzrayim had just suffered the worst um, uh, events that any country ever experienced in history except for Stamen Amir maybe but the, 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 the what occurred the ten Makkas which occurred completely broke the superpower which was Mitzrayim why did the Yidin have to run out of Mitzrayim and the answer is the Yidin had to run because they needed to get out while the godly soul was still excited and before the animal soul started mooing again. They needed to leave before the animal soul came back. Like it explains in Tanya in the end of the 31st chapter. This is like the idea that we discussed of Adam Kiyakiv Mikem, that's the arousal from above. It says, the voice of my beloved is skipping over the mountains. 
This is in the merit of Torah, Shenikra Har, which is called the mountain. You see the relationship between Harim and Shalim, that the Harim, the Torah, brings Shalim peace, as we discussed earlier, as it says elsewhere. Therefore, afterwards, immediately, on the second day after they left Mitzrayim, what did they need to do? What was Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was Adam Kiyakrev Mikem. And what do you need to do afterwards? You need to do the Takrivus Karbanchem. And how do you do the Takrivus Karbanchem? That's through the Karban HaOmer, the counting of the Omer and the Karban of the Omer. That the Karban of the Omer, what did they bring? They brought a Mincha. What was the Mincha made out of? Barley. What is Barley. Animal food. That's why we eat chalent on Shabbos. To engage the nefesh of Hamas. Right? What is barley? Barley is animal food. Shehu What's human food? Wheat. Wheat is human food. Barley is animal food. So why do we bring barley? To refine the animal soul. That's what the carbon Omer is all about. The counting of the Omer, which is the refining, the polishing of yourself, which is refining the seven attributes of the animal soul, as we'll discuss at length in the right time. And this is like the second half of the verse. The second half of the verse, the Isarusa de Lusata, the Hainu Isarusa de Lusata, that's the Svirasa Imer. And then through this, you have Matan Teira, who Bechinas Isarusa de Laela, Shaachar Isarusa de Lusata. That's the arousal from above that comes after the arousal from below. So you have step one, that's the Geula from Mitzrayim, from above to below. Step two. Step two. That is the Svira Sa'imer. That is the arousal from above. And then you have Matan Teirah. Matan Teirah is Heviyani Amalachadarv in the past tense, as we just saw. That's Cheder. Chesedin Rachamim. Mishnah. That's Teirah, which is in the past tense, because we already had it in a certain sense before we even started. But then you had Matan Teirah, which is step three, which is the Sarusa de Laela, which is this which is his kalus ritzayne v'chachmasay lamata, the revelation of Hashem's ratzayn and Hashem's chachma below. Ki hine bechinas kiyakriv v'takrivu, the level of kiyakriv and takrivu, zehu ha'ala mimata l'mayla, this is lifting up from below to above. Avo b'matan teruk z'vayered Hashem al-ar sinai. So, matan teruk is again, a arousal from above. It's starting from Hashem. Hashem descended on Har Sinai. That there should be a hamshacha, a drawing down below. And the difference between the study of Torah, which comes before the Ratzu, so there's the step one, to the study of Torah that comes after the Ratzu, which is step three, 
which is the bir nefesh abahamis, the refining of the animal soul. Haynu shall yidei zeh haratzu bir nefesh abahamis nimshach be'esek atera mebchinas kiloi adam hu. This is already really step five. Which step five connects to a level which is higher than Adam. But over here it's incorporating it somewhat into step three. To draw from there a new hamshacha in Bechinas Adam. In other words, we discussed from the beginning of this Mimer that the level of Adam Ha'elyain is the way Hashem limits himself, so to speak, inside of the ten spheres, in order to create the world. Hashem brings himself into Bechinas Adam, into Ramach Ivarim, and Shasagidim. Hashem is limiting himself. And inside of that limitation, once it's limited in a specific form, then everything else in Seder Ishtalshis that's going to come afterwards is all only coming from that limitation. And you can't have anything which is higher than that limitation. But a Jew is unlimited. How do you know that a Jew is unlimited? Because what's expected of you? You have to wake up in the morning and you have to learn chsidis and you have to daven shachris and you have to learn halacha afterwards and you have to learn gemara and you have to learn chumash and tehillim and tanya and gimel prakim rambam and you have to daven mincha and mayriv and you have to have a family with many kids and take care of your family and learn with your kids and at the same time, you have to go out and make a livelihood because otherwise, how are you going to pay for your kids' diapers and their tuition and so on and so forth? And you have to make sure that you're doing this livelihood in a holy way and in a kosher way and in a proper way. So you need to make sure that you're doing it right. You can't take any shortcuts in it. And at the same time, you need to make sure that you're taking care of all of the other needs you have as a from yid in all of the other engagements of Avas Yisrael and Chesed and Tzedakah and so on and so forth. And how is it possible for any human being to do any of this? And that's all just a regular day. Then you have Erev Shabbos where you have to prepare for Shabbos and Erev Yom Tov where you have to prepare for Yom Tov. You have to build a sukkah and clean your house for Pesach. It's unlimited. How are you supposed to accomplish any of this? The answer is because you're unlimited. You're not limited to the level of Adam, which is what you're able to engage in in step one. You're connected to Loi Adam. You're connected to higher, and you're able to draw down a new Hamshacha into Adam in order that there's just from, you're drawing down from the Ein Saif into the limitation of Seder Shtalshos so that Seder Shtalshos expands and it's no longer limited. In other words, the limitation of Seder Shtalshos of the whole world, of the entire existence for a Jew is only um, an appearance. It's only an externality. It's only a garment which can easily be taken off and changed. So now it's Erev Shabbos, now it's Erev Pesach, now it's Erev Sukkot, now it's Avi Subanim learning together with your children, now it's um, time to go to work, Cheshen Mishpat, now it's um, uh, time to get married, etc., Yeridea, and so on and so forth. 
a Jew is never limited to the limitations that exist there before. Because if a Jew was limited, he was never. There's no way that he could be a Jew. The expectations of a Jew are unlimited, and the accomplishment of a Jew is unlimited. And that's because through Eisekatera, you're able to connect to the Bechina of Kiloi Adamu. To draw from there a new Hamshacha into the Pnei Adam Shalakise. So now the Pnei Adam Shalakise, before it was um, uh, dark hair and now it's red hair, before it was blue eyes and now it's brown eyes and so on and so forth. It changes, it's completely transformed. And transformed according to the needs that you have at this particular time. So don't be limited. And that's the difference between level one and level three. Level one is limited. Level three, which is connected to level five, which we hinted at throughout the Mimer, right? We didn't discuss. Level three is unlimited. Level three is something which is a gift, I told you. Level five, really is a gift. Level 3 is something you earn. Level 5 is a gift. But the gift part of level 3 is something which is unlimited. A gift is unlimited. Earning your your um, uh, your paycheck is not unlimited. <laughs> My paycheck is very, very limited. Why is it so limited? Because uh, I don't do so much work. So since I don't do so much work, I only get uh, paid according to the work that I do, or the work that I do is uh, not um, such a uh, important work, so it doesn't earn so much money. It's not as important as the people that do other things which are much more important, like uh, whatever. Anyways, um, the so, so therefore, what I earn is much more limited, it's much more small. But when you get gifted something, a gift has no limitation. And through Terry, you're able to earn a gift. Earn a gift, whatever, but you're able to earn a gift. And uh, when you earn a gift, then you're able to connect to the unlimited and you're able to do what you need to as a Yid. That's the end of the Mimer. Mimitzrayim <laughs> Gyaltanu Mibay Savadim Pidis